Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. So I just wanted to talk today about some things that I have seen coming up. Um, so I run a close Facebook group called Just Keep Blogging and really love the community that exists in that group and how helpful and encouraging everybody is all the time um, and how engaged people are in the group. Like that's really what makes powerful groups um, when it comes to blogging. And so I really appreciate all the people that are in there. Um, but there was a really great thread that came up that I feel like is really important to address. And um, it's because I know that like I typically live in a very glass half full world and I try to see the sunny side of things and I'm really positive and I know that about myself. Um, That's why I started a podcast called Just Keep Blogging is because I wanted people to see, you know, the importance of just keep going and stuff. But here's the question that kind of came up in the group and I really appreciated this was This was uh, genuinely and authentically brought up because it's important. What happens when you start to question whether you should continue to blog, right? Because that is going to cross your mind at some point, for the most part, for most people. There's going to be a season of life where you ask yourself, am I really cut out for blogging? Should I quit? And I think that's an important question to ask because maybe some people should just stop blogging, (laughs) even though I'm always encouraging you to just start blogging. And I really want to dive into this topic today because I'm hoping that I can help you. I'm hoping that I can help you with this episode, make some strategic decisions. So my first point today is, do you hate writing? Like, I know there's people out there who... I've heard kind of successful blog stories and they think, okay, well, I can do that. But in truth, they like genuinely hate writing. Um, It's a little bit like people who end up doing, I'll just give you an example, like multi-level marketing. Like I have plenty of friends who have gotten into Mary Kay or, um, you know, Tupperware or any number of multi-level marketing businesses, but they soon realized that their sphere of influence is not very big, right? And that they really hate selling stuff. Like they just suck as, as salespeople and they don't really enjoy that. Um, but then there's like women out there who like literally own it, right? They're the ones that are driving, you know, the cars, the fancy cars, or they have all the perks or whatever associated with that business. And so I feel like blogging is very similar. Like there's people who get into blogging who hate writing and, They do it because they feel like, oh, well, people are making money doing this from home. So this is like a pretty easy thing for me to be able to do to make money from home. Um, But if you hate writing, I'm still not going to tell you to quit because there are other options that you can do that might be just as fun. Um, Like for me, I love my podcast. So maybe if writing is hard for you, maybe podcasting is a world to explore. Like if you're if you're better at articulating your thoughts, um, through talking than you are through writing, then maybe podcasting is the way to go. Or maybe making videos is the way to go. Either way, whether your podcasts are going out on a, you know, hosted thing like I use Lipson or, you know, you're using YouTube, remember that you always want those things to have a home. And so a blog is still very important uh, to whatever sort of online content creation and deliver 
delivery that you're making, the blog is really important to that because you own it, right? And I always say you have to be careful. Like, So if you guys venture out into doing YouTube, make sure that those videos are showing up on your blog every time you make a YouTube video because that's your home base. And even me, like I've started making sure that my podcast is also living on my blog. Um, so blogging is still important. And even if you don't enjoy writing and you would rather do audio or you'd rather do video, you know, to crank out a blog post, you know, you just put in like a 300 to 500 word kind of description of what you talk about in the podcast and let the podcast speak for itself. So I just want you guys to think about that. Like if you run into the thing of I hate writing <laughs> and I didn't realize that about myself until I started this blogging thing, maybe take a season and try doing a different content delivery method and see if you like it better because you just never know. In my case, my husband does not enjoy writing. Um, he will write, but he has a kind of a technical background. So um, video for him has been a lot of fun. And he has a YouTube channel and he puts his YouTube content, you know, in his emails. and He puts his YouTube content on his blog and all these things. So um, just remember that, you know, if you really don't like writing, there's always other ways that you can build a blog using the other skills and talents you may have. Number two, I know that some of you guys who are probably questioning whether you should continue blogging may be dealing with some life stuff that you personally have some sort of chronic illness that you deal with that makes it very difficult for you to have the energy you need to um, even work or, you know, manage your family or your home or anything else like that. And so adding blogging just feels like one more thing you're failing on because you don't have, um, always the strength to do what, um, what you want to do or what you wish you were able to do. And for you guys who are struggling with that kind of stuff, you really have to give yourself some grace. Like you have to realize that what you struggle with, um, health wise, like what you're dealing with health wise is a part of who you are and you have to be able to, Give yourself some grace and say, you know what, I'm not feeling well. And that's, that's you know, I don't have to push myself into the ground today to get this stuff done because I'm just, I just can't do it. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not cut out to be a blogger because you, sh you know, you struggle with um, different, having different days of different mental or physical abilities. Um, I would just encourage you guys to just, if you're struggling with that right now, give yourself some grace and realize if you don't put out a blog post one week or two weeks, it is not the end of the world. Um, and that you can have a successful blog and blogging is an excellent, um, career option, right? For people who even working a day job is hard because of the illness that you struggle with or the chronic situation you're dealing with. Um, because you can do it from home and you can do it on your own terms. And, what you're building is you're building momentum over time and it's a long process. And yes, it takes a lot of time for most people. Um, but giving yourself grace in that area and realizing it's just not the end of the world. If this week you don't feel good. And so this week you don't put out an email or you don't put out a, um, a blog post, it's going to be okay. Your blog is not going to crash and burn in a week or two. I promise. Just go with the flow and do what you can and keep going. Three. Do you need this to be a hobby? Some of us from the gate say, this is going to be my business. And when you put the business on there, 
it's exciting. And yet for some people it's daunting and it can take all the fun out of what you're doing. When I started blogging, it was really just to see if I could do it. I said to myself, let me see how consistent I can be with this thing. Because I had, I had actually tried blogging, which I think a lot of people have. Like I think people try blogging in different seasons of their lives. But when I started blogging the first time, it really just wasn't a big thing at that point. Like, and, and looking back, I really wish I had stuck with it. But, you know, you have to, you have to really think about, is this a hobby? And when we talk about hobbies, like some of you guys, I'm going to kind of weave this together, but some of you guys may be dealing with a spouse who's maybe not that supportive because they don't get it. And, um, you know, they just see you as on your computer all the time. And in our very tech world, you know, like when we're on our phones or we're on Facebook or whatever, we appear to be totally checked out. And I mean, we probably are most of the time. But maybe, you know, if your business is on your phone, is on your computer, is on WordPress, whatever, your spouse may feel like you're just kind of goofing off all the time. And that was something that I kind of dealt with initially was my husband just didn't understand blogging really. And to him, it felt like I was sort of always just kind of goofing off online and wasn't really, you know, doing um, anything to move the ball forward necessarily because he couldn't see it. Um, I mean, he was still supportive of what I did, but there were times when, you know, it just felt like, he, you know, he would say things like, oh, are you on Facebook again? Like, what's what, why are you on Facebook again? Like, he didn't get it. And so um, if you need it to be a hobby to kind of take some of the pressure off yourself, do that. Like, just pull back and say, this is something I'm going to have fun with. Like, if you've been feeling like blogging is becoming like a total drag because you feel like you need to be making $30,000 a month to be considered successful, back the heck off that relax a little bit and go back to doing what you enjoy doing because you enjoy doing it. Go through the process of learning how to blog because it's fun, not because it's some sort of like epic business um, that you have to make work this week or, you know, like you have to stop or something like that. Like just let it be fun. Write from your heart, write what you're passionate about, write about the things that you know about. And all that stuff will start to come so much easier for some people, because you're not trying to just put your blog in this box. Um, you're not trying to force it into this business of some kind. And so you feel like you have to generate all this amazing content and things like that when it really just comes down to the fact that you need to back off and make it a hobby again. Make it fun again. Give yourself a season to see blogging as fun again and whatever that looks like for you. And then there will be seasons where maybe you feel like, okay, well, I have done this for a hobby, been pretty consistent with it as a hobby. Now I'm going to get real serious and make it a business. And there are all kinds of seasons in life that we go through. I've talked about this before. You know, I have twins and I had those twins two summers ago, almost two summers ago. And in that season, I literally like just had to go on autopilot with everything. Like there was not a lot of business strategy to what I did because I had to focus on trying to you know, not stress and to bring healthy twins into the world and to rest and to drink enough water and to eat the way I needed to eat. And then I had a book contract come through. So I had to spend a season of my life focusing on the book and the blog kind of took a back seat for a minute and that's okay. Um, I just put it on autopilot. And for some of you guys, putting your blog on autopilot goes back to it being a fun hobby instead of being such a serious business. Four, do you need a break? Like, 
do you need to just take like a week, two weeks, maybe a month off of blogging? Now, for some people, you say to yourself, if I take a week off, like I'm just done. Like I probably will never pick this back up again. And that's not what I'm wanting to you to do. I'm just saying sometimes when you take a step back and you back off of that thing that you're working so hard on and you give yourself some grace in that area, that's when the true creativity and the truth excitement and all that kind of stuff comes back because you're able to step away from it long enough to do some serious reflection. And if you haven't done that and you're feeling like you just want to quit, I am saying, you know, pull back and take a break if that's what keeps you from quitting this awesome thing that you've built. Number five, are you chasing the wrong squirrels? We talk about this a lot in blogging. There are so many different things to learn about blogging. There are so many different things you can do in blogging. And sometimes I think what happens is we feel the need to know it all. Right? We feel the need to be experts and understand the whole world of blogging and everything that's involved in it so that we can build these awesome brands. But we start chasing the wrong squirrels at the wrong time in our business or in your hobby, whichever you want to call it right now. Um, and so I want you to pull back and recognize the season of blogging that you're in. Some of you guys are like brand new bloggers and you're trying to understand how to launch a product. Like, you have no one to sell anything to if you're a new blogger. It's different if you have an Etsy shop or like you're selling something and you've built some sort of platform within Etsy and people are searching for the little products that you're making or the handmade things that you're making or the jewelry that you're making or whatever. But if you're building a blog, um, you know, it's really hard to launch a product if you have no platform, if you have nothing built, Right. Now, if you have a Facebook group, that's a platform that you've built, or you have an Instagram account, and you've got a bajillion followers on there, well, not a bajillion, but you know what I mean, like a pretty significant number of followers, like 1,000, 2,000 plus followers on those social media, then yeah, you have a, you have some kind of platform created. And maybe making a product for that, that niche or that group makes sense. But if you're brand new to everything, and you're getting under like 100 page views a month, launching a product right now is not the right squirrel to chase. You need to be making content. You need to be building your brand. And that's hard to see sometimes because, you know, you see everybody around you have these great product ideas and you have great product ideas and you know that like this is a cool thing that you can build, but you need to wait because that's going to burn you out and burn you down because you're chasing the wrong squirrel at the wrong time. Just like you wouldn't jump out and do some sort of like marathon if you've never run a mile in your life, like, right, like you have to build up to that kind of stuff. And that's the same thing. So when you're kind of pursuing the whole blogging world, I want to encourage you guys to pull back and ask yourself what season you're actually in. And what do you actually need to do? And this season that makes the most sense, it's not going to burn you out because you're not ready for it. Or, you know what I mean? Like, and, and also, Maybe you're chasing the squirrels of starting over. I can't tell you how many people are like, yeah, I'm going to go back to square one with this thing and I'm going to, you know, revisit all this stuff. It's okay for you to revisit and reevaluate, but starting over every six months is not a good idea. Like just tweak and keep going, tweak and keep going, tweak and keep going. Do not keep starting over. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that's going to make you want to quit. Number six, are you investing too much money in blogging? 
I hear this like on a regular basis and I get it guys. Like I literally get it. Right. But to be honest with you, I started blogging almost five years ago. And when I started, there was very, very little in the way of resources for blogging. And I literally taught myself everything that I could teach myself until I did find a book or a course or something that taught me more information. And for some of you guys, it goes back to the seasons that you're in. You're investing in products that you just don't need right now. And I know that all of us as marketers, because I mean, I have products, right? Like I have um, a Thinkific school that I have where I have things about making blog post images, right? And um, I do coaching and I do all these things and I get it. Like I understand like there's all these things you could be doing. But the question is, what's the most important thing for the season that you're in right now that moves the ball the most forward for you? And if you're investing too much money, stop investing money and just start taking action. Like that is the best thing you can do, right? Is to pull back and just start taking action. Because products help you gain knowledge. Products help you know how to do the things you may not know how to do. So I love them. I'm all about them. But you can build a successful blog without spending thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, I'd also like to flip this and say that even if you're treating your blog as a hobby, it's okay to invest money in hobbies, guys. Like, if you think about it, I mean, I'm married to a guy who really likes, or used, at least used to, used to really like to hunt. And he invested money in guns and gear and bullets and, you know what I mean, and like deer stands and like all this stuff. Um, and it was an expensive hobby. If you have a spouse who's into golf or, you know, into like rebuilding cars or whatever, like it's always very easy sometimes for us to kind of overlook the fact that people spend a lot of friggin' money, guys, on hobbies. And for some of you, you're feeling frustrated because you've invested a lot of money into this hobby or business, but it doesn't really matter. Like if you enjoy doing it and you have the funds to use and it brings you happiness, does it really matter that you put money into it or invest in it? I mean, I've got a craft closet full of stuff that I've invested money in and I haven't done the crafts. And I would, I would guess that some of you guys are in the same boat. Maybe you have a cabinet full of like weight loss equipment or like, you know what I mean? Like diets or like dietary cookbooks or, you know, like you've been there and you've done that and you've invested money in it because it was what interests you at the time. And so I just want you to pull back a little bit on your perspective too. So if you're frustrated about the amount of money that you're spending on blogging, is it because it's a hobby that you love and you enjoy and you like to put money into because you enjoy learning it? And if you get that kind of satisfaction, isn't that what hobbies are all about? Hobbies are meant to bring you joy and satisfaction and to help you relax or whatever. So I think there's two sides to that money spending coin. You're either spending too much money on stuff that you're not ready for, or you're spending money in a way to learn more about blogging because it excites you and it makes you happy and it fills you with joy. You need to figure out like kind of what side of the coin you're on with that. Number seven, have you had an open conversation with your spouse about how you feel about blogging? I know that in some cases, some of you guys are struggling because your family life and your home life and stuff can become at odds with your blogging desires. Because if you're blogging or writing or doing something, you're not cleaning or doing something else that you may feel like is an important responsibility that you have. You're trading. You're making trades. 
And it's not about balancing at all. It comes down to the fact that you are absolutely trading something to blog. And for some of you guys, you may be finding that that trade is not really what you anticipated, that you don't really want to give up time with, you know, doing some sort of afternoon activity with your kids to be able to do something like blogging. But for some people, blogging is what makes them a better mom. Having the opportunity to go and do something for them um, helps them check in in a different way with their kids because there's some part of them that's being fulfilled. And if you know my story, my story started with me having a breakdown in the shower one night because I felt like there was nothing left of me, Kim Anderson, that I was just mommy. And I didn't know what that looked like or how that affected my future or what I would be in 20 years when I woke up and I needed something else. And I love my children and I love being with my children. I love making time with my children. But I figured out that blogging and making room for that in my life, even though I traded some things, I traded some laundry days and I traded some dishes and I traded some stuff. Um, it made me a happier person. It made me be able to overcome depression. It made me be able to fulfill a desire in my heart to do something more with the time that I have. And I think some of you guys who are in the same boat as me, who know that writing and blogging is an outlet that you need, but you struggle because you feel like you're dropping the ball in every other area of your life because you're pursuing this thing that you love. You need to have a conversation with your spouse if you're married or your kids if you have kids and you're a single mom that talks about boundaries and talks about them understanding for your mental health, you need to have the ability to write and do this blog thing because it makes you happy and it makes you be able to function and to be able to thrive. And in order to do that, you're going to have to make some trades. Like I think you need to have an open conversation and say, hey, I'm not going to be able to do the dishes every single night. I'm going to need help. Or I'm not going to be able to do this every single whatever. I need some help. Because for those, for those of you who aren't blogging full time um, and you're either like a full time mom or you're a full time employee. Um, you're dealing with some trades that you're having to face and those trades may be causing friction. They may be causing whatever in your family life. And until you address those things and call them out and have an open conversation with your spouse about how important they are to you, you're going to keep feeling like crap. And I'm just telling you from experience, like until you look at your spouse and say, I have to do this for me. And I need you to understand that. And being willing to work out a compromise with your spouse where you say, you know, I'm going to do the dishes on these nights. I need help. Or, you know, like these are the days. Understand that I understand how important cleaning is or I understand how important this part of our life is. And I'm I'm excited to engage in those things. I maybe not excited. I don't get excited about laundry. But I, I understand my responsibilities and they will be done. But they will be done on these days at this time because these other times I'm going to do what I need to do. And I realize for some people that may not be the way that your family operates and it may not be what you value. And so this also, this point in particular about having an open conversation with your spouse comes back to values. Your family dynamics are very different from mine. I don't know what your home life is like. I don't know what your relationship with your spouse is like. I don't know all those things, but I'm just telling you, for some of you who have a fairly open relationship with your spouse and your spouse is pretty supportive of most things that you do, sometimes you need to pause and have a real strong one-on-one, -on -one. have a date night. And help them understand how important this thing is that you're doing to you and how it helps you be a better wife, a better mom, how it fills you with joy and how it helps your mental health. Because it's a hobby. It's an outlet that you need to function. And 
I just think that's important and I want to drive on that point to you that you can sit there or sit around and continue to have guilt about what you're not getting done or what you're trading or you can bite the bullets and you can have an honest conversation and see where you are and where your spouse is on everything. Okay, please do that for me if you have not done that yet. If you're in a situation where you know that you could talk to your spouse about this, but you just haven't yet because you feel some sort of weird guilt about having a hobby that you love. So because I care about you, <clears throat> I want to be really genuinely honest about where you're at when you're blogging journey. Are you just kind of in a funk where you know that if you'll just ride through this season where, you know, things seem hard, you know that your time is unusually taken up by weird random occurrences, whether it be, you know, you have a kid who gets sick or you get sick or, you know, you have a family member you're caring for and they're, this season of life is more demanding than normal or whatever. And it's okay. Just, just pull back a little bit and take a break. That is okay. If you're in one of those positions where you realize that you've gotten to blogging and you don't belong there, like sort of like what we talk about with, I, I use multi-level marketing as a good example. Some people jump on board because their friend, you know, sells some sort of product and they really like that product and their friend says, hey, like you want to be a person who sells this too and make money, you know, on the side or whatever. And that seems like a great idea when you get started, but then you realize like this just is not what you're cut out for. And that happens, right? Like I'm all about experimenting and trying something new because how do you know if you like something unless you try it? And in that case, if blogging was something that you thought you would like and you tried it and you hate it, like you wake up every day, like not excited about it and you really have no interest in it, then yeah, you probably shouldn't be a blogger. Like that's probably not the best path for you. But if it's just the writing side that you hate, but you would love to make a podcast or you'd love to make videos, then take off on that and try that for a little while and see if that content creation mode of creating a podcast or a video makes you more excited about what you're doing. But there will come a time when you're going to have to decide is it worth it to keep going? And you know me, I'm all about just keep blogging because based on my own experience, I was not an overnight blogging success. <clears throat> blogging was hard. I had to learn a lot of things. Um, but the difference was I was excited. I couldn't wait to blog every day. Like when my kids went to bed, I lit up with excitement because I could go in my living room, go in my bedroom with my laptop computer and start writing and start learning more about blogging. And every second of the day when I was doing normal stuff, like doing household chores or whatever, you better believe I had earphones on my head listening to podcasts about blogging because I wanted to consume everything I could understand. And I'm not saying that you have to be as passionate as I was to keep blogging, but I'm just saying there has to be some kind of passion there. And if you loathe blogging, can't stand it, hate it, have no interest in it, then yes, you probably aren't cut out to be a blogger. And it's okay for you to decide that and to pivot and do something that's more interesting to you. <clears throat> and it may not be blogging. But at the end of the day, for you guys who have been struggling and have been asking those questions, it's normal. It is very, very normal for you at different seasons of your blogging journey to stop and ask yourself, should you keep going? That's normal. I've done it. Been there, done that, bought that t-shirt, okay? So if you're going through those experiences, I really want you to just take this episode in and evaluate where you're at. Do you still feel enjoyment and excitement about blogging? And if you don't, 
take a look through some of those points that I brought up about why maybe you're dealing with some negativity or why you may not be excited about it anymore. Is it that you really need to, you need to pivot into making content in a different way, whether that be podcasting or making videos instead of writing, because you don't really enjoy writing. Um, you know, like, do you need to be more strategic about the trades that you're making in your life? Do you need to start thinking about it as a hobby again? So that you can really just enjoy it. And when you do spend money on it, you're doing it because you like it and it's fun and not because you feel like it's some sort of business building strategy that you're on. Four, do you just need a break? Maybe you just need a break. Before you throw in the towel and give up the blog, maybe take a week, a month, two months, 12 weeks, say something off of what you're doing and evaluate your why and come back to it with fresh eyes and fresh excitement because sometimes that's what you need to do. Are you chasing the wrong squirrels? Are you in the beginner stage of vlogging, trying to do advanced blogger things? If you are, just stop. Just write. Just enjoy what you do. Put out content. Write about things you know about. Hit the publish button and keep going. <clears throat> Decide if the squirrels that you're chasing are what's destroying your confidence. Because if they are, just stop doing that and keep writing blog posts. Six, are you investing too much money? If you just keep putting money into it, keep putting money into it, you're not taking action. Just stop. Go back to the basics. The basics of a blog are writing blog content and putting that content out into the world for it to be read. If you want people to be able to find it, yeah, you got to have some kind of social media or some sort of sharing strategy. You may need an SEO strategy, but at the very beginning, you don't need all that. You just need to make content because if there's no content on your blog, nobody can come and read it. <clears throat> Number seven, have you had an open conversation with your spouse or even your kids if you're a single person? You know, like, have you had a conversation with your boyfriend or girlfriend to say, hey, like, this is important to me. I need your help. This is what I need you to do for me to be able to do the thing that I really want to do. <clears throat> the thing that brings me joy, the thing that helps me with my mental health, that brings me clarity, that makes me happy. I need help. This is important. This is not a game to me. This is important. Okay? And last, I want to say that you are awesome, and I'm very glad that you are here, and I appreciate that you listen to this podcast, and... My goal is not to tell you to keep going after something that you hate. If you hate it, you do not belong in blogging. But if you find joy, and you find contentment, and you find purpose, and you find meaning, and you find an outlet in blogging that fills your heart with joy, that makes you feel alive, that makes you happy, that gives you contentment, then just keep blogging. Because one day, you will arrive where you want to be if you'll just keep going.